Hello and welcome to episode 320 of How About This? Your ears are a church. Your ears are a church. Blessed are the voices, Blessed that, go are the voices that go in there. These three men These three are, men ordained, are ordained, ordained to entertain, to entertain you. you. Huh? How about this? Chair was a girl who liked to smile. But she didn't know where to tune a radio dial. Then Charlie told her, got through to her at last. Just listen to How About This, it's a fucking funny podcast. This is a love story in the church of fun. Everybody, let me your ears. Ow! Carrie was a flirting, sassy miss. She told everyone, get on board with How About This. Tell the cold Cherry now, he liked the heat. In the church of the love, church of love. How, about this? how about this, to bring, you, bring together. you together, I, I now, now pronounce you. you. Ow! I've got a little husk to my voice today. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was rehearsing last night and I was yelling a lot. And ah. afterwards, I was like, I did no vocal warm ups at all. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a little. Must have been a tense rehearsal. Why were you so angry? Why were you yelling uh, so much? I was rehearsing were, were uh, Murder Village. I was I was rehearsing Murder Village. And you were like, and be better, playing, everyone, be better. No, I I was the one who had to be better, but uh, uh, because I wasn't, I was making up with it by that classic technique of yelling a lot. Oh. Um, uh, but I was an evil German character who got busted for I mean, for things. So you know, if you're not going to go full tilt German yelling, that turns mm. into Spanish sounding alley uh, when you're <laughs> at, at full full volume. I mean, what are you what are yeah. you where are you going to go? <laughs> Yeah, look, I've always found, look, hot tip, I think white hot rage for the German accent is much more effective. Just the quiet yeah. white hot rage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so ne- next time you're yeah, next time you're trying to channel that anger as yeah. a vaguely German character, give that anger a quiet intensity. I think I, oh, I also think the key to intro is that if you're the loudest, you get heard. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's like, true. Like just yell be- over everyone. Like I just did to you then, Rick. If it can't be good in pro, it's got to be loud in pro. You're right. Yeah, yeah you're damn right. straight. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. I'm the one's going to fix it. Yeah. So I'm playing the character actually on stage tomorrow night, so I've I've learned a few lessons, and I I, I think I'll I'll err towards um, a little bit of German. Yeah, white hot and- rage. And what I've learnt, um, as you will well know, is never classify yourself as a specific a specific country. Always yeah. European, in Europe. vaguely European character. <laughs> that way, somewhere in Europe, no one can ever be mad at you, and you can, and you never feel like, oh, I'm starting to sound Spanish now, because that's also vaguely European. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're it's, not he's, he's, a, he's a German chess master with Latin roots. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and well, all you've got to do now- did- Sorry, go Rick Brown. No, you oh, well. Right. You're well more into your sentence than I am. <laughs> Was I? Oh. Yeah, the Spanish um, did. The Spanish, you know, they conquered a lot of Europe as well. Mm. So there's, mm. you know, mm. like there's the there's a theory that I have dark hair. But my father's line has dark hair because the Spanish came through Scotland. Yeah, same here. I mean, and yeah, better the ladies. Yeah, yeah. you were very. You could be very Spanish. You are definitely yeah. somewhere from Southern Europe. Yeah, but I've got Scottish blood, and that's and that's the exact um, reason there that I've go. heard as well. The Spanish, yeah. the bloody Spaniards. 
But Randy, I do have the Randy of, Spaniards. I do have the ginge in me sometimes. You know, I mean, the ginge in my beard is turned to, to white and grey now. Mm, yeah. But I've got the, the ginge. Tinge of the ginge. And if you get the hair, <laughs> if you get the hairs on my legs in the right light, you can see the ginge. Ah. <laughs> and for everyone at home, most of the ginge is in my pubes. Oh, there you go. I mean, Rick and I already know that. That's why it's for everyone at home. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. We, yeah. It's yeah. a screensaver on my on my computer. It's all I'm ever looking at. episode 320. It's almost, it's almost marijuana time, but uh, we're 100 well, well, episodes 100, away from that. 100 <laughs> episodes away from 420. Right. Yeah. Mm. So 320, there was a bus. So when I was at Sandringham the first year, I think we used to finish at three. I think we finished later and they changed it in the second year. But um, in year 11, there was the 320 bus and it was like the bus because you get ahead of everyone else. You get on that bus, you get past all the, because we'd finish at 315. I, was yeah, like, yeah, sorry. I thought the number of the bus was 320 and, no, no, and you sorry. just caught the 320. That's, I mean, that's a fair assumption. It yeah. could have been either. I, I knew what you were talking about just because I felt like the time was right. You'd finish at 3.15 and it would just be hauling ass to get to the get the 320. Yeah. yeah. The bus to freedom. And then you get to Mentone and then you're straight on the train and there's, you know, it's not packs yeah. and stuff. You're ahead of it all. Oh. It was just logistically pleasing as a oh. bus. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel so that. So hopefully- you this go, go. You episode has him. hopefully this episode has that sense of you know logistical freedom for you, Carl. Mm. Mm. And I do feel like you are rushing trying to get in real quick on everything. Every sentence you say, you're trying to get so in there much quick. To say. So yeah. much to say. So it's got that 320 feel. He's got to got to get there. Got to make it. Got to get there. Got to make that bus. <laughs> the bus of information. Gotta get free. Um, there was like I wouldn't. It couldn't. It's one of those things that couldn't happen now. The bus was like a. Quincy's bus, like a short, one of those shorter buses. You got a oh, short got bus, car. Not the short bus. I yeah, didn't know what that was. We bus. didn't use the call it the short bus. Um, <laughs> What's a short bus? Called the bl- no, it's for the it's for uh, the disabled kids. It's a derogatory term. Yeah. For, uh, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. In, because in in uh, America, those yellow yeah, yeah. school buses, the short bus was often for. Sure. Uh, yeah. No, it makes needs. sense. No, it, look, you didn't have to explain it. I okay. get it. As soon as you as soon no. as you contextualized it for me, right. I understood how <laughs> the name came to be. I don't know why um, Carl and I are trying to explain everything to you for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> But I just feel like I learned something sad then. I just yeah, feel I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. disappointed to learn that. Yeah. Um, but this we had one of those shorter buses and it would be so full that people would be pressed up. Kids would be pressed up against the front windshield. Like you'd just be <laughs> like, and neck, and basically on the driver. Like it was insane. Uh, like people would be I, on the. Now yeah. I've got an image of like a John Candy movie poster where John Candy's the bus just driver like, and there's just kids. And everyone's like, just like, <laughs> squished up. Wait, that can't have been the 320 bus though, was it? That was the, that was the same size bus, but yeah. in the morning when you're going to school. Oh, like, because sure. it would be, because there's like on the, because you'd go down one of the big roads and there's like three other schools on the way that would get dropped off to or two others, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So it would just, it was way too small a bus. And they just let, the bus driver didn't stop anyone. It was just like, yep. Keep yeah. coming, keep it's coming. Like, I don't and give a just, shit. Oh man, it was the worst. <laughs> why did they ever? Why didn't they ever upgrade the bus to? A, they're like, we need a bigger no bus. Idea. We're gonna need a bigger bus. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know because it was like ninety ninety. Because that, that bus driver just never spoke up. He just he refused to he cause waves. Maybe he had a bad like incident on a big bus, and he's just like, I can't, can't go, 
Can't go back to the big bus. <laughs> Maybe he just like crowds as well. Maybe yeah. he's like, I'm just happier when there's lots of people around me. Yeah, Maybe it wasn't even a real bus driver. Maybe it's just a dude with a with a, like a minivan. <laughs> and he's just like, I fucking I love driving kids. <laughs> just like whatever. Shouldn't this be the number 90 bus? No, it's the 320. Get on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got a driving Ooh. fact to kick us off Ooh, oh, um, nice. to transition into random facts for episode 320. 320. Um, look, it's it's a American fact, so we have to readjust it for Australian conditions. Okay. Because okay. we drive on the different side of the road. But um, oh. here's the fact for the Americans. Uh Left turns, uh, so for us, right turns. All right, I'm already, hel- I'm already helping <laughs> with the adjustments. Yeah, yeah we're going across um, a, a row of traffic. Yeah. yeah, but left turns in America make up less than 10% of all UPS truck turns. This policy was put into place in 2004 and has saved UPS 10 million gallons of fuel. Holy shit. So that's Why, because just... you're not idling waiting to turn it's, right. It's, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so if wow. we cut out those right-hand turns where we're stuck at intersections, um, mm. we would save we would save fuel, even if it meant you were driving a uh, longer distance yeah. uh, and going and, and maybe in the car for a little longer. You're actually saving fuel mm. if you cut out those um, those right-hand turns in Australia. Oh. Um, that's interesting. UPS, so UPS have an algorithm like they've got a, like a Google Maps that's different to Google Maps, obviously, because mm. it's programmed to work out the best route that cuts out. Unnecessary right. turns. Unnecessary turns. And I'm like, why can't we get a hold of that? Why can't we get a hold of I that? I want that. UPS. Yeah. UPS could be making some bank on that. Um, on, on that, that. On that IP route. On that route uh, charter. No, is that what it's called when you charter route? Yeah. Um, because I I pay man. I pay I pay for that app. You pay for it. Like if if they said it's two bucks, it's a dollar ninety nine to get this app that'll yeah. give you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd outlay, I'd outlay two bucks, and so would millions of people. Yeah, <laughs> there's where your money's coming from, UPS. Do it, but then the UPS people are going to get stuck in traffic because everyone's got the same information. No, I, I, I looked. I looked into it, and apparently, if everyone did it, it uh, it would be better for the environment. It'd be better. Oh. For, yeah, like it, it would be. It would be better across the board. Wow. My mum had a friend who only left turns. Only would right only turns. do left turns. Like she would plan routes in the same way. Like she yeah. was terrified of right hand turning and yeah. never drove in the city, which yeah. a lot of people don't. She's a millionaire now. Yeah, her fear <laughs> saved her endless <laughs> amounts of money. And her husband worked in the RACV, so I don't wonder if there was any sort of yeah. little mm-hmm. kind of connections. Well, I've so- got I've got something I'd like to offer up to both of you and to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we know, Tiger Woods just had a. Uh, um, Car accident. Car accident. Yeah. Turning, yeah. Um, T- turning left. Yeah. In America. <laughs> he was like, uh, like an idiot. Going too fast and he hit the he hit the median strip and flipped down into a gully and wrecked his rough. legs. Yeah. I was yeah. like, there's got to be a joke in there. He's driving a Range Rover. Tiger Woods driving range. There's got to be a joke in there somewhere. Um, Do yeah. it yourselves, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so that's how we're doing comedy now. <laughs> yeah. We're just... We're just giving the ingredients. Yeah. It's deconstructed comedy for you. Uh, Look, here it is. Tiger Woods <laughs> driving, Range Rover. Go for it, listeners. How did Tiger the Woods break Something his legs? The How did Tiger Woods break his legs? In the rough. Driving at the driving range, Rover. I mean, this is why we're not doing jokes <laughs> yeah, anymore. No, because, no. Oh. I mean, that's, you know, 
obviously terrible, but I feel like the Visners have got all the ingredients that they good. need uh, to create something much, much better than that. Yeah, um, it's like the take-home meals of jokes. Yeah. Just go with, with the Ikea, the Ikea of comedy. We're just giving yes. you a flat, a flat pack. Install, and here's your Alan Kay. Your she... You shitty soft metal Allen key that strips in about two minutes. Uh, I like where this is heading. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's going to save us a lot of time and energy. <laughs> I see just... an app there, just ingredients. You just provide the ingredients and then they, they bake it and, you know, yeah. cook it into something hot and hilarious. Yeah. I uh, look, this, there's chicken road, other side, go for it. You know? <laughs> oh, Our work is done. Just prompts. Comedy prompts. Comedy prompts. Um, here's a Roald Dahl fact. Uh, mm-hmm. Controversial figure in 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 literature. Just going to say, I'm in my son's bedroom yeah. recording this episode, and I'm looking at a collection of Roald Dahl books as you speak. Uh, what's the first one? What's the first one that jumps out at you? The first one I can see is Going Solo, which is one of his lesser known works. That's a, that the one that about, he... That's about him, though, isn't it? That's his. No idea. That's I the think one that's where his... he free climbs a mountain. <laughs> I think that's about his life, but I could be wrong. Okay, cool. The next one is uh, the BFG that I can see. There you go. And Matilda. I mean, I can see all of them because it's a rolled up. Yeah, yeah. Collection. No, I just wanted. I just wanted to see which one. And when you when you chose, did you go left to right, right to left, or did you just pick out a color? I just no, no. I looked up, and that was the one that I could see clearly because some of them are blocked by. There's like a where a is toy. going solo in the in your line of it's sight? Second from the left. Oh. And it's off to my right if I'm looking off to my right, which in America would be my left. Yeah, we don't look to the left anymore. No, um, because we, that saves us fuel. Yeah, you know how there's rolled oats. Oh God, <laughs> rolled oh, God. rolled oats. Do the rest, Go listeners. Do the Go rest. Is there microwave, is microwave there, on high for four there, minutes? Is there rolled dal? Yeah, <laughs> rolled dal. Dal made mean, of oats. That's. <laughs> Can We're doing roll- too much work, if anything. <laughs> Kenny Roldal. That's what I want to know. You're giving them the joke, Jason. <laughs> You're providing the ingredients and then cooking it yourself. It's yeah. like it's like opening up a box of Marley spoon and then there's a knock at the door and it's and it's like, hey, hey, I've come to cook your Marley spoon. <laughs> oh dear. Uh Roldal's last words. Um now look, I don't know how this fact came to be knowledge but look this is it his last words would have been it's just that i will miss you all so much but after a morphine injection his last words were ow fuck (laughs) (laughs) there's your old doll fact that's awesome i don't know how they knew what his last words would have been if he like planned it uh if he'd written it down somewhere He's like, just know. tell me when I'm going to go. I'm yeah. going to spit this out. He's like, he's like, sit down, everyone. I've got an amazing thing to say. Uh, so let me know when I'm about to die. They might have asked him what his last words were going to be. Like, what would your last words be, you know? Yeah. And he, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. And also that morphine kicks. If it's injected, particularly in the belly, that stuff, like, is instant. Like, it's just like, and I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they he, also he a- gave him an overdose because it was uh, a villain. It was it was what was it, Mister Slugworth? It was it was Slug. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got a BF. He got a BF. Lasting gobstopper right here. He got a BF. Yeah, yeah. What? A big, a big fucking needle, Carl. Do the work. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> a big friendly needle. <laughs> oh, my dog. Sorry, my dog's. My wife is obviously separated from my dog at the moment, and my dog is thinking it's the last day of, of her life. Like, oh, you know what just, fixes that? More fucking kick in the head. No, I don't actually <laughs> kick my head. I just should get onto that really quickly. Um, yes, morphine. Morphine. Yeah, yeah. A huge in- injection of morphine. Or feed your dog some chocolate. We cheer it up. <laughs> cheer some cheer it up. Here's some theobromine. Because mm. it's our whole generation. I guess you you learn the big friendly jive before you learn big fucking gun from Doom. But now, whenever I hear a BFG, mm. I'm just uh, like, I just think of. I don't know if kids. I don't know if kids do learn that these days in that or, in that order. Yeah, maybe. I'd say mm. Roald Dahl's probably on the way out, just because he's a bit more controversial than he used to be, and his stories are fucking weird, man. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is uh, he controversial? I, I don't. I don't know. Why, why, what's the What's the cancelling of? of I just think stuff has come out about Roald Dahl that he had some, uh, you know. Uh, Is there? I just think he did some interviews where he had some less than uh, less than ideal views on the world. I think I could be misremembering again, like in a Sean Connery type of way. (laughs) Did you see the one where he's like, "I'm you got to hit a woman to every now and then just to keep him in line." Yeah, we we talked about Sean Connery. I know, but I hadn't seen that. I saw that specific clip. Like oh. maybe it was after that podcast I went and searched it up, but he's like being interviewed about. Yeah, it. Yeah, like, we know, were hinting at it because we didn't slap. want to go into specifics, Carl. <laughs> right, um, right, because okay. that was the exact interview that came out where everyone was like, "Oh, Sean Connery," huh? mm. <laughs> and we hinted mm. at it because we we don't want to we don't want to sully our podcast by going into details. And now here you are, months <laughs> later, dredging up. up the Connery dirt and making us all feel a little slimier. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's a service. We're doing this. I'm doing a service because now people don't. Because now people don't enjoy it. What was that? What was? <laughs> enjoyed what? Saying it? Yeah, you enjoyed bringing it up. You just you got. I, I mean, you look a little bit like Sean Connery right now. What? We've talked about how you're Scottish. You've got the <laughs> Sean Connery beard. I don't know, Carl. There's you're bringing up a lot of question marks. I think I do a terrible. Canceled. I do a terrible accent. I'm cancelled for that, saying <laughs> you, something that someone else said. Connery had red pubes as well, mate. You've done ah, one Jesus. successful impersonation on this whole podcast, and it was Sean Connery. That's the <laughs> and only now I can't do it. Now I can't do it anymore. It's done. Come on, Paul McCartney's spot on. Like, pitch perfect. <laughs> the red flags are flying. I'm like joining pubes, the dots. Like my pubes in the wind. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. But look, speaking of Roald Dahl, um, not yes. the cancelled way, um, mm. I have been listening to a podcast from some um, Melbourne comedians. Uh, it's called The Candyman, and it's like a parody of a true crime uh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's about the um, it's about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So it's investigating how the kids went into the oh. factory, <laughs> and, and, and they all got four fucked of them up. got yeah four of them got fucked up, and one of them never <laughs> left. Um, yeah, so it's investigating that, and it's it's quite funny. So if you're looking for a funny, uh, you look uh, Roald Dahl adjacent podcast. Yeah, uh, then the Candyman is your go. Who's putting that together? I it's uh the person that i know is i do sooth players with so it's oh, cool. uh it's um a comedian they're called big 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 is their comedy group um nice. big 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 it's ella laurie millie holton and maddie last name to be confirmed because oh, yeah. uh, she's the one that i've never worked with yeah. um so yeah cool. they're, they're three very funny people doing a funny podcast sweet i'll check it out the candy nice. man
A candy man uh, can. Yeah, especially if you if you've listened to some of that true crime stuff. Yeah. Um, which who hasn't? Me. Who hasn't? Carl hasn't, but Carl hasn't done anything. He sits there and he watches Sean Connery YouTube clips and that's it. If it doesn't have Sean Connery in it, he's not interested. Lessons on etiquette. (laughs) Uh, Look, fascist dictator Francisco Franco, uh, he's Spanish. Uh, Yeah. Jason, just so you know. Okay. uh, uh, so if you're looking for any like Spanish uh, tips on lang- Spanish language, you could you could look up Francisco Franco. Right. That'll that'll get your language. Yeah, I mean it probably is. Francophile, um, French for someone who's interested in French. No, yes, it is. It's someone who's interested in the Spanish dictator Francisco Franco. Lock I it in. Two schools of Francophiles. <laughs> They're always battling it out. <laughs> but the French, the French money is a Franc as well. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. Not anymore. So not anymore. Well, it's yeah, a euro at the moment. Yeah, for the next however many months until it's all like, yeah. fuck it, let's just go back to the way it was. <laughs> it was more fun. It was more fun being in Europe when I mean I was never there in Europe yeah, when, no, when was, they had yeah. different money. But yeah. I feel like it would have been more fun. I was always disappointed that I didn't get to use francs in France. Yeah, different kind of money and yeah, different color. Mark in Germany, you know. Yeah. Like it would have been fun changing your money every time you go to a different country on the train. I don't think it would have been fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I think for you, Jason, it would not have been. I feel no. like that is not on your list of That's fun not things a to high do. On my list of things. But for me, who likes weird logistics, I want to get straight off a train and buy a fucking strudel. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I don't want to get off a train, have to go stand in line, change my money so I can buy a strudel. I want a platform strudel right away. Whereas I want to have a nice chat to the money changer. <laughs> Maybe if I talk to the money changer more, I'd have a better grasp of the German accent. Because yeah. <laughs> I would have spent like, you know, six months trying to learn the basics of the country that I was going to so I could talk to the money changer. Mm. And so I would have been I would have been looking forward to the chance to try out my broken Spanish and my, <laughs> <laughs> with the money changer. Uh, how to say, can Money's- I get $100 worth of coins, please? Be, $100 worth like- of strudel. I speak English. <laughs> mm. uh, but look, fascist dictator Francisco Franco brought back the Spanish monarchy. Um, oh. That was his dictatorial move. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the king of Spain, uh, as soon as the king of Spain came back, he instituted a democracy instead. The king uh, did? Yeah. What? So the, the dictator said, we're having a monarchy again. And everyone went, we don't want one. He's like, too bad. I'm a dictator. I get to do what I like. Yeah. <laughs> And he said, here's your new king, suckers. And the king went, well, guess what? Time to vote. (laughs) Maybe the king was just like on an island somewhere, living the king life. Like, I don't have to run anything. I just have to be a king. (laughs) He got called back and he's like, fuck. Damn it. Well, that's Um, what I learned at my Francophile uh, club meeting anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope when the when they voted uh, prime minister in the prime minister went time for a dictator and they just went round, <laughs> round and, and round. round. No one wants to be in charge of Spain. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Cuz they cuz they don't get to go around um having sex with all the people that they conquer anymore. There's no fun being Spanish. Yeah. No. Literally pointless. It's a pointless country. Sucked in Spain. <laughs> So they occupy Catalonia, though. That's, I mean, that's contentious. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. <laughs> mm. I mean, well, yeah. 
I feel like when we you broke Carl. Like, I feel like, when you say it like that. I feel like Carl's checked out. Carl's like, I'm not, I'm Carl's not. like I've got Catalonian roots. You've crushed me. You've yeah. triggered me. I want to be the dictator of Catalonia. Yeah. I've got to get Carl back. Here's an Elon Musk fact. Oh, I'm back. Look at his ears prick up. <laughs> Elon Musk, world's most evil man. Um, he's moving markets. Like he's like, he puts a tweet out. And shit happens. Like the markets change based on a tweet. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, just the markets are fucked. We've we've talked about yes. how weird markets are. They make yeah. no sense. Yeah. The fact that Elon Musk can affect markets is balls. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's so rich. He's just fucking around. I swear he bought a billion and whatever it was change of Bitcoin just to fuck with people. Yeah, of course he did. Just to, just to watch the just like look what's going to happen now. Oh look, Bitcoin's surging now. Yeah. Because um, and then he write and then he puts a thing saying, "Oh yeah, he writes a series of tweets, and the last one is, yeah, it seems a bit overvalued. Boom, yeah. price yeah. crashes. Like, it's not right. It's, no. Um, he, uh, oh fuck, a GameStop went from what a three fifty that it went up to down to forty, and everyone was like, it's done. That roller coaster's over, and it went overnight back up to 150 bucks again yeah yeah <laughs> it's just but they like don't know i haven't when i saw the start of that but it, that no one knew why it had gone up there didn't seem to be a reason for it right mm. but elon, elon musk yeah probably yeah <laughs> yeah so markets are weird because if if you've got enough money you can you can drive yeah. you can you can change thing you can, you can yeah. do what you want Pretty much. That's a, that's a broken system. That's what that is. It was a system where they never thought that someone could have a trillion dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, like everyone, had, everyone had a few shares in something. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a little bit of money and that's going to affect, you know, there's going to be trends and it's all going to be, you know, driven by the proper way, the proper means Equity. and motivations. Yeah. Uh, they didn't realize that, you know, eventually 1% of the population was going to have all of the wealth and that they could do what they want with stocks. Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> anyway, death to I capitalism. Sean Connery. Yeah, he was a not a nice person. I'm not, I'm not going to speak about him anymore. I feel bad. I feel whenever I say something now about him, I'm like, don't don't say anything. He's bad. Just, don't don't say anything. Is what I will. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't look, Carl. I, no, no. You, it's you, like you, Rick Brown. I feel like I've hurt you. I feel like I've, I feel like I've driven you back into a little Carl, a Carl coma, Carl um, caves by by attacking your stance on Sean Connery, and that's on me. I don't have that's a stance on, on my stance on Sean Connery is just fucking no, awful. Look, your stance on Sean Connery is well noted. You're a huge fan, and, no, uh, no. and I sh- I shouldn't judge you for that. Look, you started the Sean Connery fan club, and and that's on that's fine. Hey, hey, there was I'm sure he had a lot of good points. Um, he's not just a blanket villain. He's not a short, he's not a James Bond villain just because he was a terrible, terrible person on, on many, many levels. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean James James Bond would have come and tried to kill him. <laughs> Although that would make a great film. That would that make would. a great film. And we could deep fake, we could deep fake that now. Oh, 100%. now I'm seeing stuff and going, is that deep faked? Like we watched the last Star Wars the other night with oh, yep. um, Alexander because now we've done them all, oh, except for the crazy, violent third prequel one. Um, and I'm looking at something. Oh, you don't want to see. Fake? You don't want to see Anakin faked? all cut cut to pieces. Cut in a, to I don't want to see. I don't want to let Alexander. I don't want to let Alexander see that. It's fucking 
that those prequels go from zero to a thousand in like 15 minutes. Like it's like, <laughs> hey, everything's all blah, blah, blah. That's because and then it's like, that 1,000 is it's all like they a had. It's like horror movie. Like, <laughs> that 1,000 is all they had. That's what a whole three movies were dealing, building towards. And yeah. it's like, you know what? We haven't really built to this. We'll have to just accelerate it in the last 15 minutes of the movie because we've really <laughs> fucked this up. <laughs> um, I'm going to just counter the whole, you know, evil Scottish person with another Scottish person. You know how there's the whole thing about Britney Spears coming out and the doco that just got released yeah. about how she was torn down by the media and how fucked up everyone was and making jokes at her expense and all this sort of stuff. There's a um, a Craig Ferguson um, clip that's gone viral where in two, from 2007 where he's like, you know what? And he's people are laughing in the audience. He's like, no, I'm fucking serious. This is, I don't want to make jokes about Britney Spears. Like, I'm a recovering alcoholic and I've seen, I've been like, you know, like just, ju- you know, defending her really staunchly, like yeah. as his opening monologue and stuff like that. And it's gone viral 14 years later wow. because, because yeah, he's like ahead of his time because everyone's like, Brittany, here, spread, shave your head, ha, 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 and all that sort of crazy stuff. And yeah, he's just really going after it and going, I'm not going to make jokes about it, you know? Yeah. It's, she's, she's in trouble. She needs help. She's a single mum with two kids, all this sort of stuff. I was like, ah. fucking hell. Check Love it out, listeners. James Corden wouldn't do that, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> James Corden. He's got such a bee in your bonnet. I do. Because James Corden why. took over the Late Late Show from... But it's not Craig his Ferguson. fault. It's it is his problem. fault. He's, it is he's horrible. It, he's made it his own. He's done it differently. You couldn't follow up um, Craig Ferguson because Craig Ferguson was just so out there. Like, he was mm. so weird and bizarre, which was part of his charm. Yeah. But you can't, you can't have another Craig Ferguson. Take your bonnet off, dude. I don't know why. I don't know why he left me, Carl. I don't yeah. know why he left me. He's on YouTube. He's on YouTube now. Oh, oh I've yeah. watched. I've watched he's, them all. He's gone viral. He's gone he's viral everywhere. with his Britney stance. Go, save Britney. I'm gonna watch it. Put the Ooh. link in the show notes, Jason. Put the link in the show notes. <laughs> Do it. Have you? Uh, and uh, you know, now that person who uh, the one who went viral, going leave Britney alone, is like in. In, in the news going, oh, yeah, that 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 person was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone who's ever defended Britney is now going viral. Yes. It's the yeah. Save Britney people. It's like the QAnon people being proved right. Like there's yeah, a yeah. whole Save Britney thing where they're sending, look, wear yellow if you're in trouble and stuff like that. Like they're all proven right now. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, some of it's very strange. Mm. I like it. We should get on board. I'm on we board should- now because it's cool. We should save Britney. We should. Come on, listeners. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should try to be on the crest of the next wave. We should try to identify who the next Britney is. And so then we should we should start defending them. Who do we think's in trouble? All of them. James Corden? Is James <laughs> Corden in trouble? He's no. not in trouble. Only should with we, Jason. Should we save James Corden? I think we should there's, save James Corden. There's going to be a carpool karaoke and Jason's going to be strapped to the bottom of the car like Robert De Niro and Cape Fear. Just <laughs> yeah. like waiting for the car to stop. Just waiting. I'll just Take slice, him out. I'll slice his Achilles when he gets out of the car. <laughs> oh, Pet cemetery style. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That was the scariest um, part of that film when he sliced that oh, guy from under the so, bed. Yeah. It's such a yeah. simple, like not that gross, like looking thing, like not that gory, but it, no, no. It's, it's stuck in my mind forever. Yeah, the feeling of it, like it's because you, you you feel it now. The tendon's so ah, strong as God, well, it's like just like it. this big thick elastic rope, just it's, like. 
It's the kind of thing Sean Connery would do, you know? It's a a real Sean Connery move. Uh, Elon Musk. I didn't get to my fact. Oh. He stated in an interview that he wants to die on Mars, just not on impact. (laughs) He wants to get to Mars and die. Uh, Take a big uh, BFN with him. Inject it after he gets there. (laughs) Why do you want to go? I don't. I mean, look, I guess it's good that we're exploring space and all that sort of stuff, but it's also like, I think Bill Gates came out and was like, it's such a fucking dumb idea. Like, yeah. if that's our plan B, yeah. It's, yeah, it's in much worse state than the Earth is. Like, <laughs> how fucked up does the Earth have to be that we have to go to Mars? Like, yeah. it has yeah. to be. It's like it's they've like given it. up on saving this planet and they are going to already extinct planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Just do that here. Go yeah. into the fucking desert and build a city. Yeah. Inside a biodome. Like, yeah. Whatever you can do on Mars, you can definitely do much easier here. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Much easier. <laughs> but it's good in the way that, you know, going to a further away planet and then maybe technology advances because of that. And then we can get out of the solar, you know, like it's the beginning yeah. of Star Trek sort of thing. And I like, um, I think we're at the right level of space exploration where we're sending just things that can send us pictures at yeah. the moment. Yeah, like yeah. I love I love the photos of Mars. Oh, they've been great. The last yes. week has been full of it. Yeah. And the, the panoramas and the, the are first sound of Mars as well. Like yeah. a wind, like that digital wind sort of yeah. sound. Yeah. Like I yeah. think that's great. Uh, mm. but that's as far that's all we need, really. Yeah. Like the only point of uh colonizing planets is overpopulation, I guess. Uh uh, but the the point that we need that, that is long That's off. not going to happen. Yeah. yeah but it's not going to. Because of yeah. sweet things like pandemics and, and, and wars and stuff. We've got that shit under control. Yeah. But We're it's gonna... also nations are just, America's has plummeted, not because of COVID either. Like oh, COVID's right. one of those things where you think America's like the lowest like, increase and, in. Yeah. Like I've always said, birth rates, like for birth rates are plummeting. As I've always tried to point <laughs> out on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the fertility and birth rates are on the decline. Carl refuses to believe it, but I am been saying from the get go that it's because Carl's so fertile. <laughs> so fertile. <laughs> you guys are pregnant now. <laughs> Just doing the podcast. Um, but like South Korea is like theirs is the lowest in the world, and it just like stepped down a bunch as well. Like it's yeah. just it's happening all over the world. Like it's getting. Other places yeah. are going up. Like I read at a certain point, Nigeria will be the second or most populous nation in, on earth, like at wow. some point in the next 30 princes. years. All their princes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got money for babies. Um, I'm doing I saw, a palace for each one. On the news this morning, I saw a, a, a news story saying that Taiwan has a massive drought at the moment and there's like footage of their dams that are majorly depleted and stuff like that. Oh, and really? it's affecting their ability to build microprocessors, which is affecting everything uh, else in the yeah. world. Yeah, I saw the microprocessor thing. Is that because of that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so they're having to truck in water to maintain um, to maintain output at microprocessor making factories. So basically everything that's the core of every electrical device around the place. Um, it's like now uh, uh, car manufacturing lines have to um, slow down in America because there's not enough microchips to wow. go um, and transistors to go into everything because they can't produce it because they don't have enough water to do it. It's maybe we should start making maxi chips. Maybe maybe make just bigger big chips. chips. Yeah. Or just make make chips that don't need water. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Just Ke- like, kettle boil your chips. Yeah, <laughs> just fry them chips. <laughs> Air fryers. Air, Air fry chips. chips. <laughs> Sucked in um, Taiwan. We don't need you no more. So get oh, energy but they stuff. make they make air fryers. Oh, uh, damn it! I've got one though. I'll just we'll just make the chips at my house. <laughs> Just send, gonna be rich. Send, send him off to Toyota. <laughs> he goes batch by batch. There's been another recall. Um, there's, Carl will be um, like, I can fit a whole fucking chicken in my air fryer. How many are you making, Gary? With your tiny little air fryer. Um, Argentina. No, not Argentina. Um, mining Bitcoin uses as much power as Argentina does as a nation to be able to mine Bitcoin because it wow. uses. Like the power that's required from your computer is intense. Like it's really full on. So it's a, so it, all these people using computers to mine. Yeah, I don't know how it works exactly. Yeah, but I don't know how it works either. It's like you just find fractions of Bitcoin. It's Bitcoin in stuff. Yeah, in I don't. I knew we, about. We don't it. understand. One of those that's why that we're not billionaires. Yeah. Yeah, I went down a rabbit hole like a, like years yeah, ago did. about it, but then it's like one of those things where, I, which is another fact. Apparently, you forget ninety percent of the. Things that you hear, learn, see, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's why. So I don't remember it. <laughs> that's why this podcast can continue. Yeah. Us just saying the same, the same thing podcast. over and over. Wait, Once you say year. birth rates are declining, you say? Yes. You don't believe me, you Sean say? Sean Connery is bad, you say? No, I haven't heard that. <laughs> uh, but, hey, it works in our favor. It works for us. It works for the thisness. Yeah, um, I think you know how to mine Bitcoin. Let us know. Uh, uh, I built a computer last year. It's it's pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, so you know, apparently uh, you have to move to Argentina though. God damn. I it. think one of the things is it's like if you want to mine Bitcoin, you need like a warehouse full yeah. of computers to mine Bitcoin in Argentina. In Argentina, yeah, because where that's where all the power is. Yeah. <laughs> um, time for a penny farthing fact, everyone. At oh. last. The world's most re- why I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure we said this on the podcast. Why would you design a bike like that? It was the first bike. They didn't. They didn't. No, have a there were option. other bikes. Yeah, it's more they just sensible, made that big normal wheels. bikes. I think it was because you know you rode it, at, it was in a genteel way, and so yeah. that big wheel was like a giant gear. So you only had to pedal slow to get some speed. Yeah. It was right. eye catching as well. Geez, they look good. And it was a real status. You're up above everyone. Yeah. Yes. I'm just going to get on my bike. Hang on while I get my ladder. Yeah. Like, uh, look, uh, and here's another problem. Light. While we're laying into <laughs> penny farthings, here's another problem with them. Head injuries were so common on penny farthing bicycles <laughs> that riders would put their feet over the handlebar when going downhill so that they would be thrown off feet first instead of head first. Wow. Um, and I think... That's probably a good idea on any bike. Yeah. Because um, you, you would have had to manage the inertia with your feet on the pedals, right? Because there's no brakes as such. No, like, you're, I would imagine you just took your legs off the pedals because they'd be like yeah, 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 spinning so fast. Yeah, yeah. And you're just hurtling towards inevitable death. It's the original um, fixie. Um, and so I feel like I've seen stuff with people on their with their handle with their feet over the handlebar and penny farthing, and I thought they were just showboating. Right. You know, I thought they were just like, <laughs> look at me riding my bicycle. But no, they were just like, I'm probably gonna die. Let's let's try to minimize the, the impact. Yeah, I, I wonder how feet. long it'll be before we see you know how we you see like the um 
uh, like mountain bikes going down really steep mountains and mm. like just uh, mountain bikers going down uh, impossible terrain. Mm. How long till we see Penny Farthings doing that? Like the, until they come, they come back in fashion and Red Bull are sponsoring extreme Penny Farthing <laughs> shit. I mean, that, I, I can see I, them doing. I, I go watch it. I think they could. I could see them doing like, um, like smooth circuit, like a like a mountain bike course, but that was just like concrete, like oh, okay. really smooth concrete. So like a toboggan run almost. Like I'm off, I'm off to YouTube, but wider. Extreme penny farthing right now. But the problem with penny farthings, I don't know how people got up hills with them because the gear is so. Get off and walk. Get get. Yeah, I, I mean, how do you get off? How do you get I off? Don't fall. Though? Land on your head. <laughs> I've gone on YouTube uh, and I've write uh, extreme penny and the top three uh, things are extreme penny pinches. Extreme penny? Oh, people who like save money. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Extreme penny boarding, which is a penny skateboard, which is those oh, those thin ones. ones. And yeah, the yeah. third one is extreme penny farthing. Which there you I go. Right. I now. think we should get into extreme penny pinching. That sounds fun. Ah. Oh. I was thinking you were going to say extreme penny farthing, and then I was going to say I'd rather get into extreme pogo sticking because <laughs> those pogo sticking, have you seen those extreme ones? Yeah, they're yeah. crazy. I reckon I, you'd be good at it, Carl. I have video I of someone riding like a penny. You're three meters in the air, and then you just lose it and free fall three meters to the ground. That's mm. not going to be much fun. I have yeah. video so, of someone riding a penny farthing in a skate park. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I'll, I'll include it in the show notes. <laughs> it's got uh, Austin Powers-esque music to go with it. Excellent. So oh, sorry, he's not doing my anything dog. exciting. That's my dog. He's just riding around it. Are you riding your dog? Uh, I would like to ride. We, we put a, we put a, like a neck thing. It costs like 90 bucks to come her the fuck down whenever Miria goes away from her. It's like as the distance gets bigger, the anxiety gets bigger. It's like maddening. Oh, God. Unless she's just completely gone. But if Miri, if she knows that Miri's around somewhere, she's just like, <laughs> like just, where are you? Where are you? There right. seems to be a penny farthing um, racing league. Oh, good. Oh, oh hello. Well. And uh, a group of penny farthing enthusiasts go on a thousand kilometer ride through Western Victoria. They're your videos that are up. Okay. They're your penny farthing options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I've got uh, I've got a, a mystery that needs solving. Um, oh, well, we're detectives. Let's go. Uh, the Dyatlov Pass incident refers to the mysterious unsolved death of nine hikers who tore through their tents naked in sub-zero <gasps> temperatures, seven died of hypothermia, one of a fractured skull, and one t- had their tongue and eyes missing. The official cause of death, unknown compelling force. What's uh, going my on? Initial, with- my initial reaction is just bad drugs. Ah, I mean, that's probably it. It was in Russia. Um so it could be any number of things because yeah. R- Russia's Just, weird, mate. Did, did you say a year attached to it? It was uh, 1959. Jesus. So okay. probably not drugs or maybe very early drug drug tests. Or maybe natural like psilocybin or something like mm. mushrooms or something. It was in the Ural Mountains, mm. uh, which makes wow. sense. That's in Russia. It checks out. So far, so far, all the it facts all, check out. The drugs make sense except for the eyes and the, was it tongue? Yeah. That's Guys, weird. I know who it was. 
It was Willy Wonka. Sean Connery? <laughs> Sean Connery. Sean Connery as Reese Connery. As Willy Wonka on a penny oh. farthing. Welcome to my oh, and I tried to do a Scottish accent then and failed entirely. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Scottish. You can do it. Welcome can do it. to my world of pure imagination. <laughs> it's as good as I get. Yeah. Maybe maybe my body won't my mouth won't let me do Sean Connery impressions anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, my mouth has cancelled it. <laughs> your brain's cancelled your mouth mm. <laughs> from doing it. Nice. Oh, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know how you were railing against Emily in Paris? Someone was getting nominated for yes. Golden Globes and well, other gen- stuff. Gen- it was just the general population who were like, I can't yeah. believe it's. Uh, What's it been like? Yeah, there was like an investigative journalist who looked into it and stuff. Apparently, um, what's the Foreign Press Association? The, the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Corruption. Yeah, apparently there's 87 of them. None of them are black. So there's all these amazing shows that were made by black people, directed by black people and stuff that, that missed nominations. And um, anyway, they flew 30 members of they flew to Paris during the right. filming to go, hey, just wanted to let you see us film in the show. Here, stay in these like $3,000 rooms each. And wow. um, come and look, we've got this private chef from the Michelin who's like three-star Michelin to cook for everyone at the, at the bloody hotel. You stay, like just putting stuff on them right. it's like just yeah it's apparently it's just and now i i did a search before to find out what the hfpa was because i didn't associate that with the foreign press and then there's just article 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 about how corrupt the foreign press right. is like the hollywood yeah just just it's just broken like it, yeah. it shouldn't even be a thing it's the stock market of awards it is <laughs> broken it is. and elon musk is going to come and point it out because he's going to do a performance in a movie that's so good. And I have one question for you, Carl. Yeah. How do I become a member of the Hollywood Foreign Press? How do we all become it? I mean, it sounds like I a mean, we're foreign. sweet gig. We're foreign. We are we foreign. Are. We're halfway Spanish. there. We're all Spanish. Uh, we talk about <laughs> Hollywood all the time. <laughs> we're not black, so we've got that going yeah, for us. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We're men. We're men. Uh-huh. I don't know if we're old enough men, though. I think that might be part Dude, of it. We're old enough. We're getting there. No, nah, we, we are now. Really? Oh, I reckon they're like in their 70s and stuff, though. We'll never Just, be old enough. We'll never be because they'll always be around. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Eating three-star Michelin chef stuff. Um, how good could the food be, though? Yeah. Know, food could be pretty good. I know, but. I mean, good. I make food sometimes and I eat it. I'm like, this is good. And I'm yeah. not a chef. That's but what there's I mean. like, a, But like a real chef who knows what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> really? The, the, what I mean is the difference between the meal that you're talking about where you make yeah. something good, like great, yeah. and you eat it and you're like, fuck, this tastes good. Yeah. The difference between that level of like that enjoyment yeah. and the enjoyment yeah. of a Michelin star where you're like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. The difference isn't that great between the one you made and the one they made. It's a very incredible And the enjoyment isn't that much better. Like when you're eating a meal that you've made that's delicious, you're just like, fuck, how good is this? And it's even better because you made it. You're like, fuck, I made yeah. a good meal. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, and sometimes those fancy foods, they're good because they're full of really rich stuff that yeah, afterwards yeah. You're, you're like, Regret it. It's almost it's almost like eating junk food. Yeah, but like really fancy junk food, the way you enjoy it in the mouth and and, yeah. and everything, like you do with the 
greasy hamburger, you enjoy it in the mouth, but an hour later you've got regrets. Yeah. And I feel like it's a little bit the same with really, really fancy food. Is it um, more interesting? Is that part of it? Like it's a more interesting, because they can do techniques that you can't even fathom sort of thing. So it's like, ooh. Like a Heston, a Heston yeah. crazy. But thing. like but Heston, that, they're just doing just it because like they can. Even just the traditional French thing that you've never even thought about that it comes out and it's like, oh, wow, this is really interesting. Yeah. Look, I'm not I'm not saying good food, like fancy food isn't great. I love I love a fancy meal and I enjoy it. I'm just saying it's not Once that you get much better good, than, your, than your own. Yeah. yeah, like good food is good. Like good, enjoyable, tasty food is good, enjoyable, tasty food. It's incorrect. So it starts at like there's a massive gap between shit food and, and really good food. Yeah. But from really good to excellent is a much smaller gap. It's a very small. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if going to a three three hat Michelin is that much better than going to a two hat Michelin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why work so hard to get that extra hat? <laughs> Fuck that hat. To a Michelin star that hat's probably worth France. How many Michelins? How many, how many Michelin? How many stars? I don't know how many Michelins, but it was a Michelin. Oh. Okay. One was star is how was I mean, it? They it was give- great. It was when we were over there filming the the Isolex stuff. So and yeah. the director like is a foodie and knew his way around. And you're so, on top of the world. Oh man, it was it was such a crazy tour that one. But how was, was the how was the food? It was great, but the the place itself was super cool. Like it was just like out in the burbs, uh, and it was like uh, uh, you know how they uh, all the apartments are on the street, and you often just open a a gate to go into a courtyard. Mm. So you go into this courtyard, and it's super all lit up with super fancy rich cars. No sign of it on the outside, just into yeah. the thing. And on the inside, it was like all pop art and stuff like that, and and um, like old kitchen tables and things like that. Like really. Loving it. Super right. cool, and and it was uh, an old set of apartments. So there were different rooms. It wasn't like a big thing. So there was like one table in one room, one table in the other room, and so um, so you got to kind of eat privately as well. And the food was delish. But mm. I think it's just the experience of it as well was just like you you kind of remember you take that away from mm. from it too. So they're handing mm. out hats not just for the food, is what you're saying? Yeah. You can't just be serving up delicious food in a sh- in a shit establishment and expect to be getting hats thrown at you. Yeah, I mean, some people there's some like street vendors who have a Michelin star, uh, you know, for their little little. Uh, yeah, it's like in thing. Asian, like street yeah. food sort of stuff somewhere in but Asia yeah, somewhere. This was this was it was quite a nice experience. I didn't pay for it. It was delicious, and <laughs> so. Do you reckon that's the Michelin hat people trying to? You know, get cool with the kids. Like we're I'm not just, just we're not just yeah, with the yeah, bougie, yeah. not just bougie restaurants. You could be a street vendor. Everyone <laughs> enter, pay your Michelin, pay your Michelin fee. Is there Michelin um, star restaurants in Melbourne? Surely. No, we have hats. As hats are Australian, like the hat, the good food hats or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, a hat and Michelin is the stars in right. France. They're Michelin hats, though, aren't they? Aren't they hats? No, no, they're Michelin stars. Oh, they're just what? stars. We oh. have the hats are here, like little chef hats, like three chef oh. hats for whatever it is. I've been, I've, I've mixed those two up my entire, like as long as I can remember. I've been thinking that people get Michelin hats. <laughs> <laughs> they should, or maybe they actually get a hat for for, for doing the thing. I don't know. Oh. I'm not sure. I'm gutted. Um. <laughs> Talking of food and kitchens and stuff, I had a revelation the other day. I've been to this place. Oh, Which place? There's a, a place called Hawker Chan in the city. I went there oh, with, I've heard with of that. Rosowski. Because oh. um, Rosowski likes his good eats. And he said, meet me here. There's a Michelin star place. 
Um, so it's got one Michelin star. Yeah, yeah, it's one. Michelin They're Michelin star. hats, Carl. Oh, sorry, my mistake. Sorry, uh, but it only gets three points. Felt like we spoke Google about this reviews, last week, but I can't remember. <laughs> which is interesting because it builds expectation. I get, and so people are like, "Let's go to the Michelin star place. It's an Asian restaurant," and all the reviews are one Michelin star question mark. And uh, someone else, I've had much better. I think the ex, uh, expectation that it has a Michelin star raises expectations uh, too high. Two stars. Wow. There you go. Not two Michelin stars. Not just yeah, no. no, that's confusing. That's why that's we give them That's a dumb hats. rating system. Yeah. <laughs> In my hat. <laughs> that, that's not confusing, except, except it confused me a little bit. But I've got it straight in my head now. Like a hat. Until next, until next week. <laughs> have this conversation again. Your, uh, your house is on here. My house. Yeah, your kitchen. You've got a Michelin star, Carl. Really? Because the way you air fried chickens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I don't do anything. I just put the chicken in the air fryer, does it? No, star. star Michelin hat. <laughs> and one meal every so often, you cut it open, and inside the chicken is a little microchip. Ah. ah mm. That's the key. Yeah. yeah ch- chicken flavored. Mm. <laughs> and so mm. that. It's a General Motors. <laughs> then I can say, here's your chicken and chip. Man, oh. Michelin star pun. That's what that is. <laughs> Michelin hat, Jason. Jesus. <laughs> um, I was going to say, because we're talking about food and stuff, I had a revelation the other day that, you know, all my exciting, amazing flow states, th- th- that's like 1%. All my flow states are in the kitchen where I drop something. Like I drop uh-huh. a knife or, or a cup and they're so it's so mundane and dumb that it's like, yeah, there's my superpower. Like I dropped, it, I, dropped I know because it's in that moment. I know it's a knife. I need to pull my foot out of the way. Yeah, or it's a cup or something breakable. I'm gonna get my. I can get my foot underneath it and nurse it down mm. to the floor so it doesn't break and stuff. You need I think, to hang out down the street so you can like just use your flow stuff. state for good. Like there's yeah. a crane dropping on that tram. Go. But like, you know what? We haven't bought a cup in like ten years because none of them ever get broken. That foot of yours always slides. <laughs> Yeah, maybe seamlessly underneath, cushioning <laughs> yeah. the fall. <laughs> you should come. You should come to my house. We're overstocked. No, don't come to my house. We no, you want to break the brakes. Yeah, we yeah. need to yeah. break. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of coming to my house, just before we end <gasps> the podcast, oh yeah, perhaps a little bit of sizzle for Ooh. next week's episode. Mm. Indeed, it's so exciting uh, because I may be fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed. Green lights uh, approval. Uh, be hopefully. in be in Melbourne briefly next next week. Uh, found myself with a cheeky hole in the schedule, and uh, quick as a flash, have booked some flights down to Melbourne so I can just uh, soak up some Melbourne good times. Uh, I'm watching the news anxiously. I shat myself this morning when I uh, two op- cases open the aces like Victoria two two local cases. I was like ah oh, fuck. Uh, but look, uh, then I was like, no, nah, it's all right. It's, it was, a, you know, they're close contacts. They're in isolation. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's a, that their cases you can live with. Uh, yeah. that's not going to cause panic. Yeah. Um, but Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a knife's edge because if anything goes wrong between now and, and Monday, when I fly down there, um, you know, it could all, all go pear shaped, but yeah. so we should hopefully fingers crossed be recording in the garage on face Tuesday. I know it's crazy. I'm I'm gonna have to un unhook all of this stuff from my because <laughs> I've just had it set up here for months now. If um, you like so- me and me and Carl can go sit in your garage and zoom. You can, <laughs> yeah. you can zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, "Who's on the network?" And be like, "We are." We are. God damn it! 
<laughs> Shut it down. Uh, so yeah, that's exciting. Are you worried about that? You once you get here, something goes wrong and you won't be able to get back, or you just got to haul no, ass to get back? Or uh, yeah, I'll just have to hightail. If anything goes wrong while I'm down there, I'll have because there's normally a little buffer zone. Yeah, there's like a day. And right, New South Wales is famously free and easy. Like they, okay, they've staked their reputation on not closing borders until sure. absolutely necessary. Uh, or, you know, until they feel like they've got no choice, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like there'll definitely be enough time for me, even even if I have to hire a car and start driving straight. Floor it. Floor it. I feel like I'll be able to get out of the state with, uh, if, if I have to. Uh, but fingers crossed that won't be the case. Um, sure. Now, uh, Abi, I had a question because you are the only one of us who gets to the cinema on on the regs mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie The Little Things? No, I have not. I did go. Well, I went to the movies uh, last Wednesday. Saw, yeah, yeah, on Wednesday, and I saw. What did I see? Oh, I saw an Australian film. Geez, Australian cinemas making out like bandits uh, <laughs> at the moment because uh, they're the, there's so many Australian films at the cinemas uh, and they're all very good. Uh, I saw Long Story Short, mm-hmm. oh. uh, which is written and direct, written and directed by Josh Lawson. Oh yeah. Oh really? Um, and it's a real concept piece, um, and it was very enjoyable. Mm. You know the the, the concept it, it stretches your stretches your um you know your ability, the credibility yeah stretches credibility at certain levels just because of how it is um but it works and I and I enjoyed watching it uh so give give long story short a go cool nice uh, but uh, no I haven't seen the little things I did see you post about it though yeah I was just like that in the preview of the little things they say the little things the title of the movie three times in the preview. So I wanted to know how many times they actually say the little things mm. in the dialogue. It's the little in things. The, in the movie. Yeah, it's like the ad is Denzel Washington going, it's the little things that you forget. It's the little things that will come and get you. It's yeah. like <laughs> literally just saying the little things over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, yeah. Apparently it was written in the 90s and it's taken this long to get made, so it feels like a 90s cop film. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, awesome. Yeah, they, they probably were hoping Denzel would be in it in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's attached to it. He's been attached to it for 30 years. Denzel's Denzel. still on board. It's a rookie, It's about a rookie cop, Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a crazy fact, but it, it, oh, maybe I should save it to next week. I've got to read a little bit, but it's like the US have made a laser gun that's a million. They've, they've got the technology to make a laser gun it's a million times stronger than any laser weapon currently in existence. Right. So now what they do is they use a laser and they'll shoot it at something in a constant beam to melt the metal, the plastic or whatever it is mm. on a drone or whatever. Right. This is like Star Wars. Pew, 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 pew. pew and pew, one pew. burst will disintegrate, like just whatever it hits. Like well, it's I'd just- say stop what they're doing and start making it. I don't know why they're dilly-dallying. Yep. Get that thing made. And they think they'll be able to have an EMP in it as well. So they'll be able to hit stuff and then yeah. short the electrics in the area from it. Yeah. Like that, And it's like all the technology exists to build this now. The so I won't sci-fi. read all the stuff about it because I basically just explained it. If we're hearing about it and yeah. all the technology exists. It exists. Because guess who yeah. made it? Some MIT students. That's yep. who made it. But there was all these people in America. I mean, this is different to that. The people in America, like diplomats and stuff, and I can't remember what country it was in. But they were um, they Iceland. all got sick. They got in South America. Yeah, oh, yep. 
Yep. <laughs> that's that's correct. That's that's that's, that's the reason. <laughs> um, um, that's where they make the ice. <laughs> then then they should get shipped to America. That's yeah. in Colombia. Um, go safe, Carl. Um, that's where. <laughs> Self high five. <laughs> um, but they're all getting sick, and there's like they think it was like the Russians in shooting like a like some wave at these people, mm. make them have nausea and their eyesight would go all weird and all that, and they had to leave. And some mm. people got really sick and stuff. But apparently, it was just happening for like quite a while. Yeah, that's not related to this. This is like so they say. Different. But it's called this thing is called the tactical ultra short pulsed laser. For army platforms, what's so that's, that anagram, what's that acronym? acronym? What's that acronym? If you take out this, the four because it's not capitalized, it's cat flaps. T- no, close. <laughs> tup, tup lap. You got tup lapped. Oh, that's a terrible acronym, laser people. It doesn't yeah. sound. Bring out the top lap. Bring out the cat like, flaps. Oh. <laughs> Bring out cat flaps. <laughs> they should have. They should have put laser in the acronym because I yeah. think laser itself is an acronym, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think, the, I think the word laser is come from an acronym. So then, then they can have an acronym in an acronym, and that's perfect. Acronym inception. But they didn't. And if they and and it should be cat flaps uh, because yeah. then the L in cat flap could be laser. Yeah. Um. They just haven't worked hard enough on their acronym. I'm disappointed. No Michelin hats for them. <laughs> well, I think. Uh, the, I think the nickname for it might be Womp Sniper. Womp Sniper. Yeah. Womp. There it is. Like just <laughs> that's what one of the things that it just says. It's just like a little subheading. Womp. Isn't that um, doesn't Luke Skywalker say something about womp rats or something? Yeah, womp rats. Uh, womp rats in his T sixteen. Yeah, oh. shooting womp rats with his lasers. Yep. Could be. Mm. I wonder if there's a Star Wars gun called a womp sniper to kill to kill them from afar. To kill the, womp rats. On definitely. Um, you know who always uses womp womp rifles? Jizz whalers. I forgot to listen to that during the week. And no doubt I'll forget and we'll talk about it again next week. <laughs> we've done no research. We've we've failed to deliver on all our promises. And that's a how about this guarantee? All right. So here's something. It fires incredibly short pulses between 20 and 50 each second. Like little like like that are that are shaped in a way that allows them to self-focus as they travel, not unlike the bullet-like blaster shots depicted in the Star Wars films. So they will hold like their little mm-hmm. shape, right. like a little um, hold their shape, which means it can hit a, a really far distant target without dissipating energy. Okay. Um, Fuck! It's uh, it's about time we had the ability to disintegrate people with lasers. Yep. For too long. Yeah. You can't have flying cars. We so need much. deadly lasers. Yep. You have. You stop all the. You, you know, all the cops wouldn't have to inga- investigate murders because there'd just be nothing there. Like there'd just be like maybe some ash yeah. or something. You know what I, like, wish? No. I wish hoverboards were le- lethal because then we'd have hoverboards now. <laughs> or they could be in- integrate it's porn true. into it somehow because yeah. then we definitely have them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, there's got to be hover porn. Where's the hover porn? <laughs> there's got to be hover porn. I'm sure there's zero G porn. <laughs> Look at it. No, don't Google it, Jason. Don't, don't Google, Google it. I'm not don't Googling God, it. Dude, dude, do not go I've still there. got jizz on my Spotify. <laughs> which... That's on you. <laughs> <sighs> well, wow. yeah. Anyway, we'll all be having laser guns soon. Americans Sweet. will be storming the capital with laser guns. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, what a wow. time. What a Good time times. to be alive. Well, they don't even have to storm it. They can just shoot it from like shoot 10 it. miles away because it won't dissipate. Yeah, put holes in the side Whop. of it. The <laughs> yeah. there it is. Maybe that's the sound it makes. It better. <laughs> it bloody well better. <laughs> it, it, it's like electric cars where you can choose the exhaust sound you have. So that's the sound it makes. It's just that actual yeah. sound bite. Womp. There it is. Womps. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah. Womp, but that- you can, you can definitely get pew, pew, pew as an option as well, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to have pew, pew, pew. I think on yeah. the handguns, on the big ones, you want womp. Womp, yeah. womp, 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 So your options need to be womp, um, pew, pew. actual pew, laser pew. sound, like a proper pew, pew, pew sound, and then someone just saying pew, pew, pew. That has to be pew, one pew, as well. <laughs> Does a laser make a sound? But a laser, it's just generating light. It wouldn't have a sound, would it? It does in Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. The Star Wars pew, yeah. pew, pew, the actual Star Wars sound. Yeah. Um, and then someone just saying pew pew pew. Yeah, um, the sun makes the sun makes a sound though. I, I it talks to me all the time. <laughs> what are you wearing, oh, Carl? Look at me, Carl. <laughs> look directly at me. Right at me. <laughs> now look away. You can still see me. <laughs> Blink your eyes really fast. I'm still there. <laughs> Don't give up on Sean Connery, Carl. <laughs> Don't give up. He's on here. Him. He's here with me. He's here with me. Just look at the car and <laughs> look at the sun, Carl. <laughs> see. <laughs> Your your Sean Connery impression's also l- suffering. I feel like something's happened. I feel I like know. we used to be able to nail Sean Connery, and then something inside us won't let us do the perfect Sean Connery anymore. Yeah, I'll try mine. I'll try mine. Hang on, hang on. I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> I see yours are still spot on. <laughs> well, on that, on that, we'll uh, leave you with the hopeful promise that we will be face to face and feeling weird next week in the same space, drinking a beer, enjoying each other's company. If you've got uh, any uh, any energy to give, uh, please focus it uh, on that so we can get into the same room. This time, Carl, remember that we have a live podcast next week. <laughs> I put it straight into my calendar. <laughs> So yes, 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 yeah. Um, thanks yeah. very yeah. much for tuning yeah. in. Yes, yes. <laughs> thanks very much I'm for so tuning worried. in, listeners. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, hopefully with the three of us in person. Okay, bye. See you later. Michelin, my hats, holy doolies. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>